I'm testing it out as we speak. Testies. Testing one, two, three testicles. Testies, I have one, two, three. What? He has enough for both of us. <laughs> testing, testing. Hold on, let me see if I can pin it on myself. Penis? Penis on yourself? Penis on myself with the testes. Wow, all, all the dicks. All the dicks and balls. Dicks and balls and balls and dicks. I need some. <laughs> Same. I mean, I have one available. Same, but, but still, I that's a process of getting it. <laughs> Don't forget airplane mode. Truth and truth. <laughs> good morning, good people. We're back. Back in action. Action. Action with the testes. <laughs> with the testes. As you heard previously, we were testing, you know, to see if we were good to go. Because the last, what? Two, two episodes. Two episodes. So don't, don't think we've forgotten about you guys. Right. We've been out doing it. It's just. We've, we've been like reverted back to being a noob. Again. Yes. Truth. But we had some really great stories. Maybe we'll try to retell some of those. The cat in the, the cat in the wall. The pussy wall saga. The pussy wall saga. Need to, I need to tell about that. Yes. And then we need to tell about our adventures at the last hike that we did. We were, I fucking ran into Spider-Man. Like, yes. Legit Spider-Man. Yes. And we are back at the same spot where Spider-Man, We that was the whole deal. Right. It, I think it's because... I don't know why it was so spidery, webby that oh, particular day. It was so bad. We ran and into literally every spider web that could have been found. Right. Each spider web had a spider in it. In it, like you. Oh. <laughs> as we talk, asking you shall receive. As you know, usually when we walk through a spider web, it's usually just a strip. Like just a little string, especially here at but, this one. Yeah. So we're taking it easy. Especially now the weather's changing, so I'm yes. sure there's going to be a lot more webs. That's the biggest <laughs> challenge we've <laughs> come across, especially at this particular trail. Yeah. We, in the fall, we come across that. And not even in the fall, in the winter, yeah. we come across a lot of the spider webs. Yeah, not, not that we hate spiders, I just don't want to be a part of your world. No, like, I don't want you on my body. Right, like you can like definitely have a beautiful resilient amazing web that i can look into and gaze into and gaze into but yes off the trail off of it because we need you to control the mosquito population yes because i hate mosquitoes yes i know some people out there have arachnophobia i get it they look crazy um so that one spider web that i walked into on red mountain that had the giant ass spider yes where i almost passed out yes we hyperventilated a few times like literally uh, how big would you think that spider was? It was a, it was two inches at least. Two, and two. that's the body and legs. Right. I mean, it was huge. The body itself was about a half an inch, honestly. The body itself. I would say close to an inch. Maybe so. Yeah. It was. It was a big. It was. It was probably one of the biggest spiders I have seen in the wild. That because I don't usually get spooked too much in a web by spiders, but like it's the the web was so strong. Yeah. That as I was walking, it stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> it like my face like went into the web. Yeah, it was thick. It was really thick. <laughs> it was thicker than me. Yeah. You know, so so, so we've been doing it. We, you know, we've been doing it. We haven't been neglecting you. We have been recording. We have been getting content out there into the universe, just not to into your universe. Right. Right. You know, so hopefully this makes the cut. Yeah, we, we, had, we, to, we had to run some testes before we... One, two, three. We, we did a whole 45-minute episode and... Because we're going to talk regardless. Right, We're right. just letting you guys know. Um, the audio was bad and it was Windy, like, choppy. God. Yeah. We blame it on the mic. My, yes. my mic for some reason. And, and it probably was just where we had it. Who knows? Who knows? Like you said, we're back at square one. Right. 
Um, this is also the original trail that we started the podcast on. Really? What we're doing today. I did not remember that. Was it from uh-huh. that from that entrance? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know why I thought we started from the back entrance. Mm. You know, we like it from the back. You know, there's like the back side. That's the go-to position. Down. Yeah. From yeah. the back is the go-to position. Yeah, you know, it's relaxing. You can like get on your hands and yes, knees. Yes, yes. Let them do all the work. Yeah. That's you know? what I like sometimes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Because a bitch be tired after a long day. Yes, and sometimes you just don't want to do it, but you're like, but... It's not, well, I never just don't want to do right, it. Right, right. I mean, if you let me get me, that straight. If you touch me, I'm good. Me in the right area, yes, it's gonna happen. It's going down, and I'll be into it. But yes. also, like, you know, do I want to be a porn star tonight, or do I want to let you do all the work? This is That's true. That's really like how my mind goes, either one direction or the other. True. Porn star tonight or not porn star. Truth, 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 truth. So before we started recording, <laughs> I was talking about Tessie. my son. Oh, no. no. I'm kidding. <laughs> you said, no. <laughs> I was talking about not my son's testes, guys, oh, God, by the way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's uh, fractured his wrist. He was playing on the playground on the monkey bars. So apparently, monkey bars are a big thing with fracturing kids' wrists. Okay. Yeah. To the point of the doctor was saying, and I'm speaking way before you guys know what I'm talking about, but um, the doctor was saying he thought they banned monkey bars. That's how bad Damn. it has been. Yes. So apparently it's an epidemic. Damn. But yes, he was playing on the monkey bars. He had finally, because you know, with monkey bars, there are levels. Uh And he finally got to the tallest monkey bar that he's been working on. Oh. And he slipped. It was wet from a previous day of raining. Uh Uh-huh. So he slit his feet slipped from up under him and he tried to catch himself with his hands. Gotcha. But he fell on his wrist. Gotcha. So get to the ER. He was with my mom. Actually, he wasn't with me. And I was teaching a class. So my mom calls me. I get the call, but I declined the call because I was in the middle of a class. Sure. So she texts me, and I didn't see the text until after I was done teaching the class, which was like 30 minutes later. Right. So she texts me a long text message saying, you know, blah, 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 we're in the emergency room. Get to the emergency room. He's knocked out sleep. And the crazy thing is, when I get the text message, this sort of calmness just comes over me. Like, it's cool. He's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like he got hit by a car or right. anything like that. So right. I wasn't freaking out. I wasn't trying to rush to get to him. You know, just this weird calmness came over me. So get yeah. to the hospital. I also think that, like, the fact that your mom was with him. Yes. And you trust mom 125 Truth. million percent. Truth. That you're like, she got this. Truth. If anyone could get this other she than me, it. it's her. Truth. All right, continue. Yes. Right. Truth. <laughs> now that you say that, I mean, yes, that is very much That's true. That's how I would be. If I, if I had a child and they were with my mom, I'd be like, oh. She got it. She got it. Yeah, there's no reason for me to panic, especially right. she's not calling me back to back. So, of course, it's not like a... A dire thing where he's just like gushing blood out of the right. his skull or something right. like that yeah, you know yeah, yeah 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 so get there he's knocked out all they give him was Tylenol he said he hurt his back too but they x-rayed everything on his back he's fine good and um they referred me to an ortho within the hospital or an orthopedic specialist that that's with it's in a physical therapist office within the hospital yep. and this was a Saturday that he fractured his wrist I had to schedule him an appointment that Monday to get a permanent cast put on. Drama for your mama. Drama for your mama. Drama for your mama on a Monday, as usual, right? And it was and, and it was raining. And it was raining. It was a typical rainy Monday. This is true. <laughs> so I have to go pick him up from school, get off work, go pick him up from school. I call in before because I had to call in. They weren't open on the weekends, obviously. 
So call in. They're telling me, hey, we don't take children at uh. this ortho. ortho. Uh. And I'm like, all right, well, your do your doctor from the emergency room referred me. I got to get him in a permanent cast. Right, right, right. It's like I'm trying to like figure out how to resolve this issue now. And I'm tr it's like basically you got the answer to the, the to the, the question. But then you go to turn it in, and it's like the Scantron's like, nope, nope. didn't read it. Right. Yes, yes. Go and back and, do and it, it is the answer. Yes. You know what I mean? It is the answer. Like, is nope. the answer. No, ma'am. Nope. So I, um, they say, well, we got to have to um, ask the doctor if he's going to be able to take the kid. Okay, that's fine. They call me back. Let me know. They'll, they'll see my son. Then they say, well, the type of insurance you have, you have to call his pediatrician to get a referral so that we can be able to take his insurance. All that these, was strike number two. All these, all these like, and honestly, puzzle pieces. Like, I, I, it's a puzzle piece and like, that's how I feel sometimes at work. And so maybe some of the people can relate. Yes. It's like when I'm trying to accomplish a task, Yes. but somebody doesn't know the answer. So you have to go to somebody else. They direct you to somebody else. They direct you to somebody else. It's like, mother fuck. Like, like I, I'm trying to get one thing done. Right. And it's so simple. And you have to talk to like, five different people and jump through like 20 different hoops and all i had to do was talk to this one person uh -huh. in the whole thing yeah. if you would have just let me do this so have to call my pediatrician to get the referral they have to fax it and that's taking forever and a day of course because mm -hmm. they're moving at a place of a snail right then i call back maybe like two hours later they tell me well you have to call your pediatrician and the pediatrician has to schedule the appointment uh. by that time i was like you know what listen right my son is I am alone at these crossroads. <laughs> yes, I really am. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have to, he's in a temporary cast. This, he can't stay in this temporary cast. He has to have a, a full one put on. Your doctor actually told me to come to this one. And I called you and nobody let me know that when y'all told me I needed a referral, you didn't tell me that the doctor needed to make the appointment. Let's right. make this appointment. So all in all, they made the appointment. I, I necessarily wasn't upset. I just wanted to get this done. Right. That's it. Right. And I know it's not the whoever I talked to's fault because I talked to three people. Yes. But y'all need to get your story straight. Right. Number right. one. Yeah. It you know. It takes a village. Yes. And that village is yourself. Truth. Talking to the village. Truth. So <laughs> hopefully this whole scenario shed some light on for them as well to be like, hey, all right, we got to have a protocol in place on how to speak to people even if it's kids or not kids insurance but somebody needs to give this all of this information in one conversation yep yep period but you were saying that the entire staff gathered around as they yes. put the cast on him so he was like yes. oh, hold on wait hold on wait oh i see it i see a floating it looks a jellyfish it does Know what that is. We don't know what it was, but it was something floating. But yeah, we're gonna keep but, on moving. Right. He so was, yes, he was the star of the. Yes, because they don't normally see children. Children. Yeah. So yes, the whole staff came in to watch him put his cast on, and you know, the one thing that I got really out of this, I was able to kind of not go back in time, but treat him, not even like a baby, but I'm able to take care of him. Sure. Yeah. And I'm enjoying this point. Come through. That's your cancer coming out. You I know, think any mom like would would always right relish or thrive i don't know if that's the right word and as far as like taking care of your child right and and knowing that it's like your motherly instinct your yes. parental instinct yes like let me take care of my baby i know he's growing up fast yikes yeah. yes and um so that, I, I get what you're saying yes it was almost like you know i, I get to kind of look at how far we've come as mother and son as, as far as being a mom that's single sure you know i'm he's he has to grow up fast. Right. He has to learn to do a lot of things on his own. That's right. just 
any single any mom that is single you can you can really relate or even if you have two parents and both parents work you get a, a only child or the oldest child they they have to be the adult in, yeah. in a sense so yeah. just to go back and just kind of enjoy giving him a bath and showering and fixing his food and yeah. you know what I mean just yeah. doing those little things uh-huh. I, I really appreciate how far we've come number one mm-hmm. to know that hey after two weeks I won't be doing this shit anymore right you know he's <laughs> he's very self-sufficient yeah you know and I have to tap myself on the back and my support system on the back to know that you know we're raising a really good person yeah who's going to be very autonomous you know what I mean he's going to know the difference between independent interdependent being able to do for himself but also yeah. being able to rely on others for help as well he's, he's really smart too. he is he's really he, really smart kid. he is I'm and I tell people all the time I'm super grateful for my support system because if it was just me raising him alone he wouldn't be this kid you know what I mean I don't think right I have to really really be thankful for my support system and everybody even my friends who even you everybody who's been understanding that hey my kid comes first it takes special friends to understand that too yeah you know what i mean you have, you have to be selfless and always know that other people have other shit going on this is true and that's kind of like the the, the theme for ralph breaks the internet mm-hmm. like ralph series okay i never saw the first wreck it ralph me neither but the, the the current the newest one is on netflix and the theme is like the because it's like him and like this girl named vanellope and she's like this you know they're, they're from video games okay and he's like this villain Again, I don't know how the first story went, but like he, he's like a villain in his video game, but he's not a bad guy. Okay. And she like does race cars. Anyways, so um, the second one is um, the the owner of the arcade gets connected to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm not trying to spoil the mood for anybody, but sorry, the premise is is that um, when they go to the internet, uh, Vanellope, the younger one, finds like this online racing game that's amazing and has like no rules and no restrictions and like because ralph's complacent with what he does the same thing all day every day nelly mm-hmm. p wants something more she wants something more fulfilling yes and so ralph does what he can does what he can to um not let make basically not let her go off and do her own thing mm-hmm. and at the end of the movie he has to, he has to like confront himself and realize that he cannot be selfish yes it's going to be tough to let her go but that you're always going to be friends with each other you're always going to um be there for each other yeah support one even another if, yeah even if you're miles away sorry yeah, guys morning. good morning how are you? good how are you guys good. Good. i'm be like y'all didn't see any snakes right <laughs> <laughs> they got all the sideways this is the yeah, right well, that's true that's true true which way did y'all come from <laughs> i know right <laughs> where did you go because yeah. i'm gonna go that way anyways but he's basically like um be supportive of your friends. Be supportive of your friends' dreams, and don't ever hold them back yes. from their dreams. Yes, and that's kind of the the theme behind Wreck It Ralph and the whole. You know, the, there's always a greater um, message from a Disney movie, right? And that's the message. It is. It's, it is. You combine when you meet somebody, you combine your worlds for that moment in time. Right. You know. Right. Then when you separate, it's your own world, and you're combining worlds with somebody else. Yeah. You know. So I think that you have to support them because everybody's on a journey. <laughs> Another whip. <laughs> yeah, Another yeah whip. and that's like I have friends that like, and you know, it's like a true friendship if you can't, if you don't go for like months without talking, right? But you just pick back up right where you left off, right? And you don't hold a grudge against them, like, well, right. why didn't you call me? Why didn't you text me? Right. Da, 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 da. And like, you just know because you're a mature person and a respectful friend, yeah, that they have their own shit going on, and when you can connect, you can connect. You can. That's great. Yeah. You know. You just go with the flow. I will say though, 
and, and, and for like playing devil's advocate, if you are like trying to like, if you just like text your friend and you're constantly texting them, but they don't text back. Yes. Or you're calling them and never return your phone calls. Yes. That's when you have to reevaluate yes. your friendship with that person. Yes. yes. Or talk to that person and say, hey, you know, I've been reaching out. I'm just letting you know, hey, I don't know what it is, what I've done. Yeah. Whatever it is, but I've reached out and this is, you just reach out when you're ready. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, my door is always open, but at a certain point, like you said, you just have to be like, all right, I've done everything. Right. And, and stuck out 10 feet of olive branches. Yeah. You're, you're not basically on the same wavelength. Wavelength are the same priority. Uh, your friendship isn't a different priority yes. than their friendship. Yes. And a lot of times that happens when like people get into relationships. Yeah. And yada yada this, but like with so with me and my experiences in the past, you know, back in 2015, met Mike, and then like five months later, moved to Birmingham, a different city. Right. And a lot of my friends did not support me, like my my who I consider my close friends group, mm -hmm. um, because they're always trying to basically tell me how to live my life. Guys, gotcha. to, to a certain extent. Okay. There were other circumstances surrounding me moving. But the main. But the main thing was like I didn't get any support. And they're like, this is a mistake. You shouldn't be doing this. Wow. You don't, you don't really know him, wow. blah, 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 this. And I'm like, if I was that friend, I, I'm always a supportive friend. Unless you're endangering yourself or other people, Dang. I'm always a supportive friend. I think that's why we get along so well, because I'm like, hey, this is what I would do. This mm -hmm. is how I see it. And mm -hmm. we take each other's advice. But for 100% of the time, I'm like, do you, boo? Like, right. bitch, hell yeah, I'm going to support you with pom-poms, yeah. even if I don't agree with it. <laughs> I'm like, that's your, that's my bitch's life. Right. You know what I mean? That's why it's like when, when like we're trying to like meet up and one day we can't meet up because like if I have a meeting, you're like, go yes. do you, get your coin. Get your coin, bitch. Yeah, and it's like, word, got you. We'll, you know? we'll connect. It's like, it's like we're never, ever not going to see each other again. Exactly. You know, it's like. We know it's real. Yeah. You know? Because it'll be like two or three weeks where it goes by where either I'm busy or I have shit to do. Yep. Or you're busy. You have shit to do. Yep. That we just have to find another Accommodate time. Accommodate our life. And yeah. we don't hold that against one another. No, whatsoever. Because, because we're understanding. Yes. You always have to be understanding, empathetic, sympathetic, not pathetic. Not pathetic. <laughs> I thought that was a web, but it was just. Just a leaf. Just a leaf. <laughs> a leaf in the, a leaf in the yard. You know, so friendships are, and every, each friendship is different with each person. You yeah. know, I, at this uh, job that I'm here now, it. I realize that, and I'm not saying that they're my friends. I, I have a hard time. <laughs> Let me put that out there. Yeah. Let me just be clear. They're not my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was very rare that we became long-term friends through work, but we didn't work together forever and became friends. Sure. If that makes sense, guys. Sure. But I don't, I can't, the, the line gets blurry when you make friends at work. Yeah. The line gets really, really, really blurry because yeah. somebody becomes a manager. Yep. What, whatever the case may be. Or things. like they start dating one another. Yes. That's always like yes. the worst situation. The lines get very, very blurred blur with friendships at work. Yep. You know, um, so I say that, but the, the people at my job, I'm learning that, you know, not necessarily you have to put up, but some people with their friendships, they will take that person as they are and it's not beneficial to them in any type of way to, be, to call friendship. yeah to, to, to say that they're friends you know what i mean yeah. I th for me that's not i can't do that i can't just be like just sit like you said it's a toxic friendship yeah you know you're this person is a liar this person i've, is a I've manipulator. had i've had plenty of toxic friendships yeah this person is a manipulator this person doesn't take your well-being seriously which if, if there if you really want some tea like that's another reason why i needed to move out 
of of yeah. where of Montgomery where I used to live yeah. and moved to Birmingham yeah. because there were friends who were like literally holding me back. Yeah. When you have a friend that tells you if it wasn't for you I would have killed myself, oh, you're my wow. only friend. Oh wow. Like super guilt trip, oh, like hardcore wow. next level guilt trip shit. Oh, wow. That's when you really have oh, to wow. like take a step back yeah. and be like reevaluate some shit. Yeah. And, and you know at the time he was my roommate so I really couldn't escape him. Yeah. But the only way yeah. for me to do that was to move out yeah. of the fucking house and yeah. get away from him. And but you had to live that experience. Yes. You had to live that to, yes. to live another day and to, to know that that's not what the fuck is what's up right. in a friendship. And that's right. how I feel, too. The friendship, the toxic friendships that I have is like you, it, it's more like not manipulative, but it's more like. They only they only message you when they need something from you. Not even that. Just two-faced shit. That's, uh. that's the toxic relationship, friendship that, or I, I can't even call it a friendship. You know what I mean? Relationships sure. that could have potentially been friendships if I would have allowed it. But that's the toxicity that give us, I've done. Give us an example of like a two-faced uh, acquaintance, uh, it, if you will. It's almost like a two-faced acquaintance would be, I'm trying to think of a scenario that has happened like, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could definitely say, especially, especially through work, where I was quote unquote friends with a person who they weren't necessarily my manager, but they they were like the coordinator of the office. Uh-huh. And so, of course, they're for the bosses, but they would just say slick shit like, Brandy, you need to like not be so not outgoing, but like. I, I'm a, a driven person when it comes to work. If it comes to my money, I'm a driven person. So they would be like, well, I know you're a go-getter, but you need to um, try to, like, calm that shit down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Don't work so hard. Don't work so hard. And and I'm like, seriously? And this is in front of everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that, for me, is, like, a two-faced thing. Like, if you're the coordinator, manager, or whatever, you should know how to approach people one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it, since we were quote unquote friends you have to outdo me in front of everybody right so you can make sure that everybody knows they're be- they're belittling you in yes, front of other people in front of everybody else because they, they need to like know that i know like deep down inside that's their insecurities yeah and they're like you can do my job better than i can yes but i need to like bring you down a peg and yes. belittle you in front of other people so yes. they know where the where that i where still the hold stand. the power yeah, yeah where the pedestal is yeah you know that um just Saying one thing in my face and then saying something else in another right. person's face. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? That I happens think, all the time. That happens. <laughs> and I'm, I, I don't, I, me personally, I'm just a very honest, Not. I'm not going to say blunt person, but I'm just a very honest person. If somebody came to me and said, hey, um, Sean's hair look fucking ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if somebody came to me I, and that person's with me and we meet up with, let's just say it was Katie who said, Brandy, his, his hair is fucking ugly. When we all three meet up, I'm, I'm just that type of person. Hey, Katie, remember you said, I wouldn't say it that specific way, but I let it be known you said that shit and I don't agree with it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. no, that's, it, especially if that's all three of our mutual friends. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have not expressed that. I just don't do well with that kind of shit. You don't like shit. people who gossip. Yeah, I just don't do well with that kind of shit. Or like fake friends. Fake friends. Yeah. And you call yourself Sean's friend and you call yourself my friend. What are you saying to Sean about me? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, which I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Right. Um, but I, that's just the type of person I, I just don't do well with shit like that. Be just be honest, be upfront, or keep your mouth closed. Right. Period. Right. They got nothing nice to say. Don't say it at all, bitch. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yes. Saying things that you know you're. It's always a, a some seriousness seriousness in a. I'm just kidding. 
You know, right. it's always when somebody says something, that's another two-faced shit where, you know, I'm just joking. Right. You know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Right. It's always some seriousness in a, I'm just joking. Right. For like, those it's listening. It's called shade for a reason. Yes, for those listening It may feel good there. in the shade, but. You might be giggling and ha ha he he but some seriousness in that, that comment, whatever you're right. saying. You know? Like, LOL, JK. I'm yeah. Like, no, you're not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no J or K. Or K in that shit, you know? Right. Um, so I guess now is the time to talk about pussy, the Pussy Wall oh, saga. Pussy wall saga. I'll try to wrap it up um, and not have a long, drawn-out saga. So this was like, oh gosh, maybe a month ago this happened. And so one morning, I wake up. It's like a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And I hear um, a meowing coming from the bathroom. And I have two cats. And I'm like, um, which, yeah, let's... Um, who, who's meowing? So I go in the bathroom... No cats are to be found. The meowing is still occurring. Come to find out, it is coming from below the bathtub, under the bathtub. Under the and I'm tub. like, mother fuck. So a little background to this story. We There was a family of feral cats that, that live in our apartment complex. Mm-hmm. There's a mother who, she's a calico, and she gave birth to two black cats and an orange cat. And we live on the third floor of an apartment complex. Right. And so... And the... Speaking... To, to give a, a total picture, the apartment complex is on this mountain side. Yeah. <laughs> so third floor is high up on one side and very low on another side. Yep. You yep. know, where you can get, you can have access to the apartment on one side. But on the other side, you have no access of entering these apartments because it's so high up on the mountain. Yep. Okay. And and so there, there was this, um, basically it was like a little mini cave that was on the, on like the side of one of the apartment complexes on the bottom floor and that's where the cats lived they would come out if it felt good outside they'd be playing with each other um, or they would just be frolicking and we watched these cats grow up for a good year well we got a new apartment complex um property manager the, the whole management changed and essentially they sealed up sorry walking up the hill <laughs> i'm trying to talk a mountain a mountain basically um they sealed up the entrance to this these cats cave and a part of me was like i really hope the cats got out they escaped um the other part of me is like oh my god there are cats trapped in like this this uh, this bottom of the apartment it's basically the foundation like a crawl space to the apartment there you go exactly that's exactly it yes so they sealed it up and i'm like feeling some type of way because like i have cats of my own right and i would just hate to know that like there's a family of cats dying and starving right below me and so that's the backstory and then you fast forward like two weeks later here i am there's a cat basically meowing in our walls i'm like oh my god it's one of the cats from the family so what i do is um in our closet there is basically a little panel that you can remove that's like a square panel that you can remove and it accesses the the water pressure and faucet on the uh tub or the shower if you're an older listener you know what we're talking about if you're young 19 and under you probably won't know what we're talking J- about. just know that there is a there was a panel that i could remove right that was in our closet that was near where the cat was meowing yes. essentially and so what i did i removed the panel got some wet food put it out and I'm just like, I'm just going to see, like, if the cat can get to this wet food, then awesome, great. We'll figure out how to get him out of the wall. So, long story longer, 
The cat can't get to the wall. He was eating wet food. Awesome, great. It's one of the black cats that I've seen over the years. Okay. And I don't know if you're, I don't know how many actual hardcore listeners we have, but on the first ever podcast that we talked about, there was a cat stuck in the tree. And I was trying to get the cat out of the tree. Because, mm-hmm. again, like you said, third, third floor, high, way high up. Um, and there was like a little black cat stuck in the tree. And I was trying to like catch it with a net, but it climbed down itself. Yes. Literally, I think this is the same black cat. So, for about a, for about, for about a week... Oh, so I, I discover there's a cat. Um, I tell Mike. So, that night, the first night that we know that there's a cat... Um, for somehow our older cat, Bay Cat, snuck into the closet. Wait, we gotta give a the closet connects to the bathroom. Yeah, and your bedroom. And in the bedroom, you have access. So you blo- you close both doors. So his two, your two kitties wouldn't get into because it's a feral cat. They're gonna fight. Correct. You know what I mean. Correct. So you you block that area off so that Bay Cat and Sebastian didn't get to stray feral black cat correct keep going and so um winded up bay cat somehow got into the uh got into the closet and got into the hole or crawl space with um with this feral cat and i wake up and i hear like it sounds like a cat is like running in the bathtub and i'm like what the fuck's going on i wake up and realize that the the closet door is open i can't find bay cat anywhere he is in this hole with this fucking feral cat and trying to figure out what the fuck this cat is doing right. in the wall. Because cats are territorial. Yeah. If you did yeah. not know. Right. So they're like, I hear, I've been hearing your ass this entire time. Right. What, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I spent a good These 20, are my humans. Right. Right. Exactly. I, this is my food, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the humans. Yeah. My, it's my food. I've already had to accommodate for this little bitch. Right. And you're coming on? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. And, and so... Um, so he he's in the wall with a cat. Mike's like freaking the fuck out, thinking he's gonna lose our cat in the wall. And I'm like being the rational one of the two and being like, let me just try to call Bay Cat. And I finally get Bay Cat to come back to the entrance of the crawl space. But a lot of times cats crawl into places where they can't get out. Right. So I had to basically take a piece of the drywall and like rip it so he could actually get, get out of the yes. wall. So we got Bay Cat out, the feral cat's still in there. So for the next week, yes, week, we had a feral cat basically on vacation. I was feeding it every day, giving it water every day, giving it some wet food every day. And, and was the tr- apartment complex has been contacted about this. <laughs> yes, guy. they know about it. Yes. And they're like, well, we don't really know blah, 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 this. Can you try to like coax it and put it in a, uh, a carrier? I'm like, how the fuck am I going to know? When that cat's in a carrier. It's a feral cat. It knows how to escape right. humans. Right. Like if, if I'm going to, it's like, first I got to go in the closet, but if it hears me open the door, it's going to run back in the hole. Yes, feral cats are very smart. Right. And so finally, after a week, they give me a raccoon trap. Get it. Get the trap. Literally, it takes 10 seconds. The cat gets trapped. We release him. Boom. And end with a raccoon trap. Once yeah. it enters, it closes automatically on yeah. the once the cat in for those people who don't know. If it's a raccoon or any type of four-legged animal, once it walks in the trap, it kind of pulls this little lever. Yeah. And the the it closes the door behind them in this cage. Ooh. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. We'll go to the other side so we can see Birmingham. Okay. Um so that was like and we didn't want to like give it to the humane society because it's a feral cat. It's older than a year. There's no way you're going to be able to domesticate it. No. 
And so we just decided to return it to his family. Mm -hmm. Although I was like, oh my God, he's the only one of his family that's alive. But after talking with the community manager, she was like, oh yeah, I see the mama, she's out there. She actually gave birth to a new litter. Wow. And so the other family of cats are still alive and well. That's awesome. It's just that one cat, we named him Lucky, um, got into our wall, had a vacation, and now he's reconnected with his brother or sister because there's two black cats. And so we saw them like a week and a half ago, like on someone's balcony eating trash. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he all the cats good. are good. That was my pussy wall saga. It was a moment and we're finally here. We we're gonna take this view in guys. At the summit. At the peak of wow. this mountain. It's it's a beautiful day. It's beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful view. It's very much like a um um a Lion King moment. Yes. We are so happy to be back podcasting with you guys. Yep. But we're gonna take this moment to take it in. So we take might come back. In. We might not. Who knows? We'll let you know. But as always, good people. Stay high. And bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>